it. That whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Dilla Joel. Yeah. Whiskey. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, you want some whiskey? We're going to give it to you on this podcast. Joel, Dylan, whiskey to whiskey, scotch, bourbon, <laughs> rye, Japanese, Irish, and a little bit of France. You know how we do. You're like a guy in an alley with a trench coat. <laughs> I got little. I got little, everything what you need, man. that you want and need. What you need. <laughs> what you need. What's up, right. party people? I think we'll just jump right into it this week. Low end, high low end. Low end, high end. You I got start, the low. I got the low. <laughs> Bellavoy. Like I said. Triple where's, malt. Where's that from, man? Why is it triple? Says France, Bellavoy whiskey. Uh, France triple malt. Okay. Yeah, didn't realize that <clears throat> they do this. Here's when one. I think of France, I think of wine and. Yeah, there's three. Well, I don't know. What else I think of? Like ten years ago, there's three distilleries in France making whiskey. Oh, okay, and so this is that one may of the three? be still the case. I don't know, but. So the reason this is triple malt, it says a blend of France's top three single malts. Bellevoy is aged in France, in French oak, in our Charente cellars. Huh. Uh, unpeated, complex, and elegant. Exceptionally smooth, 40%. Uh, well, let's go right to it. Uh, I like the color. Yeah. Oh. Thank you, sir. I like the color. So what proof is this? 40%. So 80. 80 proof. Huh. Straight out of from... From France, 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 <laughs> France, and this is malt heavy. It's, it's, I haven't uh, went in for the. They're all yet. single malts. Oh, <laughs> is that unique or what? Man, I first impression smelled a nose like this. I, I, I'm liking the nose. You get the malt. Man, what else is that? To me, it smells a lot like oil paints. Like I'm about to make an oil painting. I've got a palette full of paint, and I'm ready to go. Yeah, like a chemical note. I, I, I get that. Wow. I mean... I'm not disliking this nose at all. Very unique. It's not sweet. It's savory. I 
I I get some sweetness. Sweet? For some reason, <laughs> even though I'm not picking up a chocolate note, it must be the malt. But I'm getting that Whopper, the Whopper oh. chocolate malt yeah. ball yeah. thing. Wow. Don't know why. This was like $34 in that range. Oh, nice. And total wine. Never even heard of that. I didn't... This is news to me that France says they do whiskey, you know. I'm gonna have to go in for a taste. Yeah, I was reading some reviews in that book of some of those French whiskeys. And, uh... The guy likes the French whiskeys, and the whiskey editor or whoever wrote, you know, whoever wrote that. That book was written by like a handful of people on the back, like six different people. So whoever wrote about the French whiskeys really liked them. Okay. We gotta find out if they got an updated version of this now since <laughs> yeah. here in America. Yeah, because American <laughs> it's just distilleries. Blew up. Yeah, since ten years ago. I'm like I'm looking at the lacing on this Glen Karen glass and the legs on this bad boy is Whew. There's a lot. Alright, I'm gonna go in. For 80 proof, you get a lot of heat in the front end, and a lot of character, get that maltiness, I'm getting vanilla. The finish is decently kind of long, mm -hmm. and I can fill it in the chest. Not getting that Kentucky hug, but I'm getting a French hug, a mild French Hug in the chest. I would not call this light. No. Um, it's got full flavor for being 40%. Whew. I like this. I like this. Going yes. for a second sip, see if it's any different. Mm. Mm hmm. Vanilla malt bomb, man. That's all I can say. Another... <laughs> this is crushable. What do you mean? Like... Like... You know how a core is light? You could just crush this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This right here is crushable. Stole that from uh, Grease from uh, the podcast. Podcast, I should say. He's like one of the first people that said that a whiskey can be crushable. And hmm. I, I vouch for that. Because this is crushable. You think they... This um, is in the summertime, man? I'm drinking this all day. You think they used French casks? Man, I have no idea. Like French wood? Like... Like, um... Not sherry, or... But, uh... Like, uh... Cognac? I don't know. They think cognac it, cask. It would have been label is finished, right? Oh well. Or they would have put that on the bottle. 
if you was think, liking yeah. the bourbon. I'm wondering about the cask. French oak? I don't know. I have no idea. But it's, uh... This is... This is good. Yeah. This is good. Definitely a good low-end pick by you. Surprise me. It makes me want to try all the French uh, whiskeys out there. There's that Brannon. I think that's the name of it. B-R-E-N-N-E-N or something oh, like that. Oh, 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 I think I have seen that before. Huh. Yeah, this is a buy. <laughs> this is a buy, man. It's it's very unique. That oil paint nose. Yeah, it definitely I've has never that. had anything like this. Once you smell the gl glass a little bit more... I'm getting like a little brown sugar note. Just a hint. Maybe a hint of some bacon spices. Yeah, this is a solid buy. So I'm gonna give you my mm -hmm. uh my vote. Okay. What what is the price range of this? It was like thirty-four, thirty-five. Yeah, thirty-four right malt. Man. Could definitely go up there with some solid scotches around that price point. And the name of this is Bellavo? Bellavoy. Bellavoy? Man, if you see this on the shelves. Whiskey without an E. Um try definitely, it. if yeah. you're interested in the This is definitely a buy. Whiskies. Um yeah, especially if you're a scotch lover with that malt, this is very decent. It could it could go up there with some of the those scotches that are in that price range in that thirty to forty range. I've tasted um, some ten and twelve year olds. That yeah, Dylan can vouch more than that than I can. That go along these lines. Like it wouldn't surprise me if this is eight to ten year old age. So, What's from your what rating? I'm get for the price, um, I don't know how this is available availability. How it is, um, man. Hmm. For what we've done so far on these shows, as far as malt, I give this a solid. 86. I knew you were going to go high. 86. That's good. That's a really good score. 86 for what I had so far and with the price range. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it is in a league of its own, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's definitely um, When you think of French like... whiskey, when you said that you got it from France, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> And then I had the nose shot, had the taste shot, had the second sip shocked. I really think <laughs> French I like, whiskeys are just, they just go up from here. Yeah, yeah really it has do. to. This is setting the bar big time. Yeah, 86 for me. Hmm. 
from what we have so far is small character. And, and the reason why I vote these so high, because I kind of put it in the range. I'm not going to give this a 70 when it's a... No. A good no way. 30... For 30 bucks? I, I, I grade my stuff on availability and also the price range sometimes. So don't get mad if you hear this, that I voted something the same that's a higher level of this whiskey. Because I always think about availability and also what you get for the price. That's how I rate it. Because there's nothing like this. I have never come across anything like this. That gets an extra point just because it's so unique. Mm-hmm. You know, good for them for coming up with this. this yeah. Great. Uh, this is good. Gets an extra point. I'm gonna say 84. It'd be an 83 if it didn't have that character, that uniqueness. Because an overall drinker, it's great. Yeah. I mean, you're always around the same, usually, kind of. I'm always like two points higher than you. Well, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. We're never the but same. But you're you're the malt guy, so you know better than I know. Yeah, and also this, I tried to drink it down a little, but it, it's only like a half inch low from the shoulder. Yeah, like I said, we on this podcast we're gonna revisit all this stuff. We'll let you know if it changes. If it really changes as it gets, you know, in a couple months. Then maybe we'll talk about it, but it's probably young, and it probably won't change that. Yeah, much. I don't know the climate in France, really, so I don't know how it is with their barrels. Well, I was looking at the map of where the distilleries are, and they're all up in the northern west corner of France, on the coast. Oh, so they get the ocean air, you know, they get the more tempered climate from the ocean. Hmm. Um, you know, not such hot, intense summers. I'm guessing. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've never been there. Love to go. Huh. Uh, Can you imagine that? Being in the middle of friends, sipping on this uh, bourbon? Or this makes not me bourbon, want to try all the whiskey. Other yeah. I wonder if we even like get... Like in Paris. <laughs> I wonder awesome. if they even dis, um, export some of those. I wonder how big those distilleries are. Yeah. Man, I would love to go to France one day. Where would you go? Paris. Yeah, and then probably some of the smaller places that don't get the recognition. That's probably the best place to go, probably. Can you imagine, like, in those smaller cities that don't get the recognition of Paris does? Like, their pasta? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. That's where I would want to go. I mean... Off the beaten path. Obviously, you want to go to Paris just to see how it is. But me, personally, I want to go to the smaller cities that's out there in France just because I know that a lot of people might be missing out on stuff. I'd go straight to the Mediterranean. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. Hang out there for a week. Then I'd work my way north and go to the, the city. The thing about those trips, I have to take it longer than a week. Well, yeah. 
just just I have to do at least two. Yeah, I gotta I, I gotta at least take two. Yeah, because then you get jet lag and all that. They take it all in. I, I I can't do that for a week. I can't even go back home in Virginia and take it in a week. And I lived there most of my life. <laughs> it like just goes by so quickly, and it was like, then we're back in Wisconsin. <laughs> what did we do again? It's like you for when you traveling places. It seems like you need it longer than a week. Mm-hmm. Even when that place is familiar to you, you need longer than a week because you can't see everybody that you visit. No, <laughs> it just doesn't work out. It's like you need two weeks is like the tops, basically. I think to ultimately experience a place, you should live there a whole year. <laughs> yeah, Why basically. Not? Yeah, I mean, yeah, get yeah. all the seasons. Get a yeah. real sense of what the place is like that way. And I don't know how many people are listening to this at this moment when we release this and where you guys are from. I will say when I moved to Wisconsin from Virginia, I'm like, you know what? I can do this. Winters don't bother me and all this stuff. And I love it here. Dylan's from Michigan, so I can't speak for him. And I never been to Michigan; only drove through it, so it's not the same. Mm-hmm. I like it here better. Yeah, I like Michigan for its lakes and. And crazy thing is, the beach at Lake Michigan Beach is completely different than Wisconsin Beach yeah. on the same lake. Yeah, it's all rock and slimy here, and then you go over there and sand dunes and beautiful. And I just love the city of Milwaukee. You get a lot offered to you. But yeah. that small town, town vibe. I I, small, I, I yeah. love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Quiet at night. I mean, like, you got places new. You got places that, like New York or LA. It's just like, yeah, those places are cool and stuff. But you got this huge anxiety factor. <laughs> like, when we went to California, I couldn't enjoy myself because of so much people, and it was just. I don't know, man. I, I couldn't... Man, people probably think I would be crazy to say this, but I could not wait to get back to Milwaukee. <laughs> I couldn't wait. I could not wait. Granted, I would love to go to California again because it's beautiful there, weather is nice, but if, as far as me living there, if I had the money to live there, if I had to choose, even if I could afford to live in L.A., they're like, okay, Joel, uh, where do you want to live for the rest of your life? Uh, Milwaukee or Los Angeles? Or anywhere in California? Mm-hmm. I'll pick Milwaukee. Yeah. All, each and every day. The winters are not that bad here, people. It can no, get brutal, no. but it's not that bad. Cold, dress for it. Dress you for it and you're fine. don't get a lot of snow here compared to Michigan. Michigan, yeah. you get all that lake effect. It snows all the time. Yeah. Here, not so much. Just cold and dry. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's good for whiskey drinking. I mean, California is too, but good place to visit to me. Can't live there. New York, can't live there. Unless it's upstate New York. I probably could do that. But other than that, mm, Milwaukee, I don't know. I think it was meant for me. Never thought in a million years that I will live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. When I was a little kid, 
<laughs> here all the scores to sports games, Milwaukee. I'm like, where in the heck is that? I don't know anything about a Milwaukee. We never stepped foot in that place. And here I am. <laughs> Best place, I think, ever to me. Maybe I'm a Milwaukee guy now. I'm not even a Virginia guy anymore at this point. Going to be here for 10 years now. And it's just, I don't know, kind of biased at this point. Yeah, when I go back to Michigan, it's like, it's in the country. It just feels so, so small town. Same with me in Virginia. The highlight is seeing my friends, even though they're in the city. But when I go see my parents, love seeing them. But at times, I love that. That small town country is like, oh, I needed this. Yeah. And then so I'm like, quiet. okay. Dark, no But I, 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 I can't go back to that. Yeah, I can't go no, back I to it. I couldn't live there yeah. again. Visit? I, 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 I cannot live there yeah. again. Couldn't do it. All right. Moving midlife, on. Midlife crisis going on here. <laughs> uh, I got the high end. And today, I got something that Dylan, we talked earlier before we started recording. I was like, I'm going to bring out something that you're not going to expect. But I know he's probably seen this bottle at my place before. But just, he's never tried it. Okay. This is high end to me. You get this for about 65 bucks. Pretty good. And as some of you whiskey lovers with the E, not bourbon, because it's not classified as a bourbon just because it's where it's from, but this is straight from Tennessee. So you know what I'm probably getting at. You know what I just realized? Jack oh. Daniels single barrel. Interesting. Barrel proof. This is coming at you. Huh. Okay. At 132.5. This is aged to, I think, up to seven years. Four to seven. Okay. Um, Brown Foreman owns Jack Daniels. So the same distillery from uh, Brown Foreman owns Old Forester and et cetera, et cetera. Um, now, Jack Daniels Black Label. Many people thought that that was all that they were able to do. But Jack Daniels is a good distillery. And now I see why they want to be different as classified from these Kentucky or bourbon. They, they were like, no, we're, we're Tennessee whiskey. So when these started to come out, <laughs> these are very good and they're single barrels. So every batch is different. Um, I own two. This one in particular is... 132.5 proof. And I personally think. What does that mean in percentage? Uh, 66.25. Holy cow. So, before we even try this, <laughs> I already know. Mouth. I want Dylan to try it straight in that I know he's going to put his water yeah. to it. But. I just want you to experience that it's not, well, 
You're going to see for yourself, because I'm thinking, too. Yeah. Like, <gasps> you would think. Yeah, that's what you would think. Like, and Jack Daniels at, at 80 proof is kind of like that. It's yeah. hard to drink straight. But they're doing some special things at Jack Daniels. I like their single barrel rye. Just the standard one that's 94 proof. Got a couple of sword picks from that, which I need to find again because that's gone now. Very good. N- <laughs> For you people out there listening to this, never had <laughs> the standard single barrel from Jack Daniels. Only the barrel proofs, which I know. <laughs> Is that Gentleman Jack? No, they have a barrel... Just a regular of this, and it's 94 proof. Oh, okay. Never had it. Never tried it. I just got the barrel proof, but tried the rye. And I also have the barrel proof special release rye, which we're going to be reviewing pretty soon in this podcast whenever the future holds. But, Mm -hmm. yeah. Jack Daniels should get their credit. Discounting the gentleman Jack and all that stuff is like, yeah, they 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 need their credit where it should be deserved. Okay, let's see what it's all about. And you know, this just, bottle is a little halfway full, so it's been open for a while. Yeah. Um, I just realized we said last week we're gonna do the light whiskey. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We didn't do. I that. totally forgot about we're that. We're gonna do that. Yeah, it's we're just, gonna do that. We're gonna uh, do that. It's coming. Yeah. We got it all lined up. It yeah. just didn't I, I think I did say if things go according to the plan. <laughs> so this could be a light whiskey run here, even though it's not a oh. light whiskey. Oh. That nose, huh? Um. What I get from that, I get, like, banana. Toasted. I get banana. A lot of, ban- like, banana runts. Hmm. Wow. Um, not at all like Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, man. Good stuff. Huh. Good for the buy, too. 65 bucks? <laughs> Especially if you can't get anything like Stack Jr. I can't remember how long that's age. But man, this is the next best thing to me. And you can see this on the shelf. Stag Jr. Can't find it. And if you do, nine times out of ten, you're going to be paying secondary for it. (sighs) Toasted wood. I can smell it too now. Really toasty. I never never smelled that before. I can smell the oak. Yeah. I'm just... I'm trying to even get a hint of Jack Daniels in this. And there's not a hint. No. Caramel. Do, is it, uh, does it say sour mash? I, I... No. I don't think it is, man. Huh. I don't think it's a sour mash. Okay. It could be. I, I don't know. I didn't look that... I don't think it is. Yeah, it says from grain to barrel and straight to the bottle. Our barrel-proof Jack Daniels single barrel is made for 
those who appreciate a pure taste experience. And like I said, these all range because they're single barrels, so they're all different. And here goes. <laughs> that crept around my mouth. <laughs> that is so good. Wow. That's uh it's hard to get a grasp on that experience uh cuz the alcohol just it's, all, it's such an experience for alcohol that yeah. uh, it's hard to catch on to any flavors going on there. Because it all happens at the same time. And the alcohol is just dominating. <sighs> the nose is pretty fantastic. A little bit of a... What I do some, some cherry, slight cherry notes. What I do is Not sip it. Major. I take a small sip and just swish it around a little bit because it doesn't burn the tongue at that high volume of alcohol. I just get a small sip. Yeah, that's what I did. I took a tiny little sip and it just it just kind of worked its <laughs> way around. <laughs> it moved on its own. <laughs> This stuff is tasty, man. I get banana runts. Vanilla, brown sugar, nutmeg, bacon spice. Everything nice. This is so good. Yeah. Banana bread. Yeah. It's like a fall fall meal in its in itself. Uh, huh. Okay. I just got now a hint of Jack Daniels. A hint? Signature flavor. I don't know where it came from. I don't know if it was, I was smelling it or tasting it. But just a hint. Like five minutes into the experience. I guess maybe I'm picking it up on the nose now, finally. Okay. So does this change your opinion a bit about Jack Daniels of what they can actually well, do? I'm gonna do the same. Kind of surprised like a whole teaspoon. I probably will put even more. Uh, I'm gonna do the teaspoon thing that you. They're kind of late in the game, I think. To. I don't know, be man. doing other things. I mean, they should have been doing this ten years ago. People, people are loving it, Dill. I yeah, I can see why. I don't know if they're too late. They just came out with a, a age statement too, which I have not got my hands on. But they came out with a regular, you know, Jack Daniels, but a ten year. This ninety seven proof. So okay. I, we both added water. Yeah. Dylan added a little bit more than I did. I added like almost two tablespoons. Now I'm smelling a lot more of the Jack Daniels. Only added one teaspoon. 
I still need a lot of uh, the barrel proofness. Mm. This is unique. So you did two? Yeah. Let me do the two. So I can have what you had. <clears throat> I don't think I've ever had anything quite like this. Man, this is tasty, I tell you that. Jack Daniels, job well done. Yeah, for $60? In a single barrel. They're trying to be competitive. I think they That's are, worth man. And it's available. Worth it. Like, if you cannot find the Elijah Craig barrel proof or something, I I would not be mad at spending 65 bucks on this. Let's see. This or burning chair? Same price. <laughs> this. Yeah. Any this. day. Any day. That's probably a lot that you can do. Because, like, you could kind of play around with this like you did with the water like we're doing now and proof it down and I don't know how this would be in a cocktail but woo wee mm. probably pretty good like that Yellowstone mix that in with a I mean cocktail, even though we put two Two tablespoons and still packs a punch. Yeah. Does it have an age statement on it, or did you just look up somewhere? Uh, they say that it's like four to seven. On the bottle? Says that? No, just oh. I looked it up. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what for sure. What is it with people not putting that kind of information on the bottle? Put it on the bottle. They probably do that because they don't know if... It's probably not consistent enough. Because all the single barrels are different in proof. Gives them the freedom to move yeah. that number around a little. Yeah. They're always different in proof and... Sure. Whatever. Not every <sighs> barrel is the same. So this was for... The Rick House that it was in was L19... Barrel number 19-08063. Bottling date was 11-13-19. And I love the bottle. I love that bottle. Mm-hmm. A little classier still square, but... If I finish this bottle, since I got previous ones, I give you this so you could... Make your own decanter. Yeah, it is like a decanter. Yeah. This could be your infinity bottle, Dill. We never... I hey, that's something... Start one. That's something that's never happened. With bourbon. A scotch. A scotch one, too. What do you mean? Like a scotch infinity bottle? Oh, I've done those. Oh, you have? Oh, yeah. Mmm. Matter of fact, I think I still have mine. Ooh... Man, that I might be for episode. It's probably up in the back of that cabinet up there. Ooh. Yeah, I did one that was unpeated and unpeated. I did both. Man. Gonna have to try those. So what's your score, Dill? 
Bourbons are hard for me to score. Well, this is my favorite Jack Daniels I've ever had. Hands down. Yeah. Way easier to drink than regular old number seven or whatever it is. Nine, seven. One of these days we're gonna we're gonna have to get that single barrel rye and then the standard one. Because that part won't be so harsh and proof, obviously. Because I think that's 94. So one, one of these days I get that. But barrel proof, man? What would you, you, what's, what's the last time you had regular black label jackets? <laughs> Probably with Coke. <laughs> what I, would never, you... I never had it straight up. Never. Okay. In a, in a long time. Yeah. yeah. I, it's not my I've go-to. I've had it straight up and I, I never could... Get used to the every time burn. when I had the. It's, it's good with a coke. Burn. Yeah, because it cuts through so much. I mean, you when you when you think of Jack Daniels, and then when I brought that out, you see barrel proof, and you're like, "How much proof is it?" And yeah, then you, you think about how hot the eighty proof was, like you said, the yeah. burn. You think this is gonna just be over the top? Yeah, ridiculous. and then you you had that without water, and it wasn't like. <laughs> No, it didn't burn my throat. No. Like it was just like that it was yeah, it was just I don't know, like a flavor bomb. Even with the <laughs> It's funny when we added the two uh tablespoons of water, I I never got a difference on the nose at all. Mm. It could be just time, too. I started to just pick up hints of that Jack Daniels note, but just hints. Uh, This is, for me, this is tough, but it's no less than 85 for me. I agree. It could be 86, but I'm just going to say 85. Yeah, I'm with you. It's great. Now, this, this is good. That's a good score. Yeah. It's respectable. Hmm. One of these days, Fuji episode, special release. I was just in uh, that store today on North. And I saw in the case they had Jack Daniels, I don't know what it was called. Sinatra. Select Sinatra, yeah. Yeah. The little bottle for like 80 bucks. Yep. What's that about? It's a special blend. A I don't blend, know. Huh? Okay. Maybe one day I get gun ho and it's like, let's try it to see what it's all about. Well, it's only 80 bucks. You know, I'd rather like buy the big I'd rather buy the big one. If I want to spend eighty bucks on the, it was like three three fifty milliliter, three hundred seventy five milliliter, something like that. Yeah, something like that. That's what we do is try stuff, I guess. And we'll drink it. Well, Jack Daniels, you surprised me. Because <laughs> I've I've tried, you know, this is talk. We're talking twenty years ago. Gentleman Jack or whatever they had at the time, I've tried it all. And I was like, yeah, this is just 
pretty much comes down to it was just mixers. This is another level. They've done it. Yeah, they're single barrel. What? Wait till you have like the standard single barrel rye, which I can't talk about the standard single barrel bourbon, but I'm assuming if the barrel proof version is good, the regular single barrel is good as well. Hmm. But I also have the barrel proof version of the spe- special release of the rye. And I think that's probably the one of the best bottles I have in my collection. The barrel proof rye. Which I was fortunate getting that bottle. Just calling the liquor store for something else. Guy didn't have it. Emily's on the phone with the guy. <laughs> and I just was like Got a secretary. I was like uh, just just ask him if they have Jack Daniels barrel proof rye. And after I told her that I was like, they're not going to have it. And she was like, oh, okay. She was like, someone didn't pick it up. They got one left. You want it? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Especially if I could get it for the MSRP. It was like the top. It it, it was very limited deal. This bottle. Hmm. Oh, Jack Daniels. Everyone said that it... It made 2020s. Yeah, 2020s best. Or did it come out in 2021? 2020, I want to say. I can't remember. <laughs> but I know it made everyone's top. Hmm. Five Rise. It's super good. Gotta talk. Are you talking it up? I gotta try it now. I know. I like rye. I'm into, I'm into it. As you know. Yeah. Manhattan's yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. If, if I could. <laughs> yeah. I would. <sighs> so I'm going to give this... Man. Availability, price, compared to all the other barrel-proof stuff that's out there that many people can't find. Because a lot of people can't find Elijah Craig barrel-proof sometimes. A lot of people can't find Stag Jr. or the E.H. Taylors of the world. I give this an 88. Yeah. Price and availability. Sometimes you don't see these everywhere, but here in Wisconsin, I could go to some liquor stores and see this around the $60 range. And they're single barrels, so they're all different. If you're a gun-ho person, you could just buy three of these and still not bait the bank too horribly. And uh, get that barrel-proofness. And four to seven years, it's not awful, if that's the right age statement. And complex, I think. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, this or burning chair. Uh, No brainer. No brainer. Good. Jack Daniels. And they're also coming out with a, another special release coming out soon. I um, can't remember the name of it, but I think it's going to be a hazmat version. And I'm going to try to do my best to get my hands on that. 
wasn't expecting to get that rye, but <laughs> it just happened that way. So, we will see. At the time of this recording, it's uh, October. So, me being the bourbon guy, I'm going to be doing some major hunting. Because that Act uh, 9 of Midwinter's Dram is coming out from High West. And I'm on a list. Hope I could get it. But I'm not sure. I have Act 8, which I'm planning on Dylan trying. Because I know how much he likes High West stuff. But we'll see. And if you're ever driving through Tennessee, uh, it is out of the way. It's a little bit of a drive to get there to Lynchburg. Mm. But mm-hmm. it is so worth it. It's hands down the best tour of a distillery I've ever been to. Jack Daniels? Yeah. Hands down. It was just fantastic. You get to go into their storehouses where they, you know, their barns where they store all the whiskey. They open the doors and that just blast hits you in the face. Mm. They take you where they, where they um, filter it through the charcoal and they lift the lid. And it's at that point, it's like a. 180 proof at that point where it's going through something like that yeah yeah. and it's just an experience you'll never (laughs) you'll never have you know it's just it's one of a kind of of an experience get to dip your finger right in the bubbling boiling mash mash that is uh uh fermenting you know it's just it's crazy it's it's great i don't know it may have changed since then but you're I, I know you guys were taking the back seat for a while because, you know, the original Black Label, which is not a bad whiskey. I personally think that it's a mixer. No hate oh, yeah. to you guys. Gentleman Jack. Jack and Coke. Right? It's classic. It's supposed to be... I really don't know the tier of Gentleman Jack, but, yeah. Then you have the Jack Daniels It's Gold. not like a jump like... From Jack Daniels to this, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just a jump from Jack Daniels to a little bit better. It's, it's I'm gonna, kind of the same. I'm gonna have to do my research on the gold and the um, Sinatra blend because the yeah. gold, the gold is one hundred bucks. The gold is one hundred bucks for a Jack seven fifty milliliter. Yeah, Jack Daniels gold, and yeah. I don't know much about it. I don't know if it's aged longer or what. Well, if this gives any indication of the quality in that bottle, it might be fantastic. Yeah. So, maybe one day we'd be reviewing a Sinatra blend or a gold. Who who knows? Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. But, yeah. 88 for me. 85, 85 for Dill. And, Yeah. You Kentucky people better watch out. Seems like these Tennessee whiskeys are coming for you. Since we're never going to, pro- well, I shouldn't say never, but most likely will never get a bottle of Jack Daniels Black Label in here to review. What would you? What would you give it? Seventy-five to eighty. Seventy-five to eighty. Yeah, 
because it is so classic in a Jack and Coke. Yeah, it was a. I'm gonna say it was a staple. It was a staple for Jack Black Label. So yeah, and Um, see that's another thing that that's good about this podcast too. Maybe me and Dylan should review that whiskey straight because it's been so long since I had it yeah. straight. Usually I just have it with Coke. Yeah. Now you have so, a completely new perspective on things. Yeah, so maybe I should give it another try again and then I might think differently yeah. about it. I almost think we have to now. Yeah. So that 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 should be a future episode. Just strictly that. Not huh. even a low end or a high end. Just see our thoughts on yeah. Black Label Jack Daniels. We could do it. Yeah, we could do it. And then maybe for a extra thing after that, maybe we will have our hands on a gold or a Sinatra blend. Who knows? But at that time, we could actually do a uh, just a strictly episode on Jack Daniels Black Label. Well, you're not losing anything by putting two tablespoons of water in that. No, not at all. Which is crazy. I thought I was going to have it watered down a uh, bit. No way. Nothing. Mm-mm. Nothing. Brought out the nose more for me. When yeah. I, when I added water. I, I, I had a lot of brown sugar when I got that note. Um, can't remember, which I'm sorry, the master distiller's name. He just did a nice um, interview with uh, Will and Grease from the podcast. And um, he's doing good things over there. Uh, I think he started off as a tour guide, actually. And now he's the master distiller now. Hmm. Doing good things, Jack. Yeah. Keep it up. I mean, George Dickel, it seems like they're kind of trending upwards, too, which we're going to be reviewing some of their stuff, too. Um, I'd like to see him do a malt. <laughs> maybe. It Serious? could be in the work. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. It, it could be in the works. I don't know. Well, they... I don't think... They have the best refill casks in the world. <laughs> they just go next door and grab one. Dickel does source a lot too. Like Orphan Barrel, they have a scotch, and I, I think that's all sourced from Dickel, I want to say. I could be wrong. Hmm. I could be wrong. But we'll see. But anyway, that's the uh, Whiskey to Whiskey podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah, we're going to try to do that light whiskey thing. Yeah, soon. But, we're yeah, not gonna soon. leave you hanging on that one. Yeah, we're not gonna leave you hanging. We'll get it. It's we'll gonna take it. a lot of planning. So, like we said in the episode before this, we're gonna do a uh, vertical of the obtainium light whiskey. Um, Thirteen year, fourteen, and then a sixteen year, and then we're gonna have those straight up, no water added or anything like that. We're gonna have them straight through proof then we're going to grade them by what we had and then we're going to proof them down 
to see how they they are and kind of figure out what the that term light whiskey is all about when you proof them down so me and Dylan are gonna toy around with that and kind of see because it doesn't taste like a light whiskey no, <laughs> I'll tell you that no, not that strength and the color is dark yeah yeah so that some of those anyways so it's gonna be a, a, a full podcast of that um I wonder if we should do you think that we should do that on a podcast or IGTV record it so they can see us play around with this stuff or it all depends. I guess it depends on what mood we're now in. No, we talked about it here. Let's just keep it on the podcast. Yeah. Put it on the podcast. It might be a longer podcast, but it'd be fun. Yeah. Well, they always are. Yeah. So, make sure you follow us on Instagram. Whiskey to whiskey. Hey, we with, keep getting like with uh, underscore. more and more followers on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just started this, uh, <laughs> what? A month ago? Yeah, l- if that. A little less than a month. And, um, uh, yeah, make sure you guys give us a follow. So, whiskey with an E underscore T O T O to whiskey without an E. So, whiskey with an E underscore. T-O whiskey without a E and post pictures on there what we have and then um, once we start releasing these podcasts um, we will update everyone through pictures on Instagram to let you know what um, episodes that we're releasing that week and the the link will be in our bio so you could be able to follow that. So, and also we have uh, on our Instagram we have uh, fresh core pop series as well that we like to do. So you would get to see us in person. Yeah. Kinda, not in person, but you will get to see us. <laughs> Other yeah. than listening. Yep. And I've changed because of that. I've changed my ways. I used to buy everything. Open, smell, and taste immediately when I got it home, but not anymore. I'm going to start to save some things for those special occasions, and it, you know, I'll bring something to the table on that because you've been bringing pretty much everything for those cork pops, okay. and probably will for a lot of those, anyways, because mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. have too many bottles that are unopened. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the show's over, folks. Yeah. See you guys next time. Yeah. Don't drink and drive. Well, well, just obey the laws. <laughs>